Hi, I'm Josh, and welcome to the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, the podcast that talks the art, the craft, and today the packing of nature photography. It is the 30th of December 2022, and this is podcast number 59, and it will be, (coughs) excuse me, the very last podcast for 2022, the end of season two of the podcast. In 2023, we'll be kicking off with season, a new, all new season, season three of the podcast. I'm looking forward to getting into that and uh, talking about a whole range of things related to nature photography, travel, camera equipment, photography, books, you name it. It's all going to be there, I hope, in 2023. The topic of today's podcast is going to be packing, as I hinted at. It's specifically, it's going to be packing for Mongolia, which is... Two trips I'm doing to Mongolia. The first is for the Palace Cat and the second is for the Snow Leopard. The two trips are back to back. They were originally going to run in 2021, delayed because of the pandemic. They're pretty much the last of the trips for me that were delayed. So I'll be all caught up after that. So I am looking forward to, to that. And I am looking forward to going back to Mongolia. It's been a few years now. It's been, I think I was there in, 2019, I think it might have been when I was in Mongolia uh, last, and I very much enjoyed it, and I'm very much looking forward to going back. It is, in my opinion, a very, very underrated destination for wildlife photography. It offers an awful lot. I know people have been going there for years in summer for the Eagle Festival. That's always been very, very popular. Not that many people have been going there in the winter for the wildlife. And when I went there last, it was specifically for the Palace Cat, I had an absolutely fantastic uh, two and a half to three weeks there photographing Palace Cat. I actually did a number of video blogs uh, during that expedition, uh, which is still up on my blog today. If you want to check those out, you just have, might have to do a bit of a search for them. If you just search for Mongolia on my blog, I'm sure you'll find them. And I actually made the statement at the end of one of those video blogs that I was done with Mongolia. I didn't need to go back. I felt I'd got everything I need for the Palace Cat. And look, that's true. But I had so much interest in Palace Cat from people who wanted to come with me and have a go at photographing the cat themselves that I was inundated with the request and ended up putting together a trip. And the more I thought about it, the more keen I got to go back and have another go at it myself. So looking forward to that very, very much. And as I said, the two trips are back to back. The first one dedicated to the Palace Cat and the second one for Snow Leopard. And they're in the eastern and western areas of Mongolia, so quite a long way apart. Hence, they're separate trips. So a couple of days off in between as well. So packing for these is interesting. Um, and I thought it might be worthwhile doing a podcast about this. Normally, I do just a short sort of packing list on my blog, a written blog. But uh, I thought this time we'll do it as a podcast. Now, it'll come as no surprise uh, to anyone who listens to my podcast or reads my blog that I am taking, obviously, two Canon EOS R3s with me. That was my camera of the year in my 2022 retrospective. It is, for me, the best camera. I was about to say DSLR, but, of course, it's not a DSLR. It's a mirrorless camera. But irrespective of that, it's the best camera I've ever used. It has the best autofocus. Uh, it has blackout-free shooting. It has autofocus points right to the edge. It has incredible high ISO performance. And on top of all of that, it's actually really, really light. And especially if you're coming from 1DX cameras like I was, it's a big, big difference. So two of those will be my primary cameras for, um, for these trips. And then I'm taking uh, a few lenses with me. The first lens I'm going to be taking with me is the 14 to 35 millimeter. This was my lens of the year, again, in my 2022 retrospective. 
it is a fabulous lens. It is really, really sharp, pin sharp to the corners. And 14 to 35 is just a fantastic zoom range for a wide angle lens. And it's a very good lens for environmental snapshots uh, and landscape images. Obviously, it's great for doing Milky Way uh, or nighttime shots, although F4 is perhaps a little slower than I'd like for that, but it's, it's okay. So that will be my wide lens. And then after that, I am taking my new 100 to 500 millimeter Canon RF. This is a lens that I hesitated purchasing for a long, long time. I had thought initially, ah, oh, it's too slow. F5.6 to 7.1, that's just too slow for me with wildlife. But you know, the reality of it is, is that a zoom range from 100 to 500 is just so flexible uh, in a small lightweight lens for what it is. Uh, so that's a lens I ended up purchasing. I tested it a little bit in uh, Greenland. Uh, one of my friends, Daniel Bergman, loaned it to me to have a bit of a, a play with, and I loved it. Uh, it was fantastic for shooting icebergs from the ship. So I think the zoom range for wildlife makes it a really, really useful lens. A little slow, perhaps, in low light, but uh, most of the time, I think, for Mongolia, I think it's going to be just fine. Um, the ability to have that zoom range for something like a palace cat is going to be very, very useful. So that's coming with me. And I think that will probably be my primary lens for Palascat. That's what I'm thinking. Of course, I'm also packing a 600mm f4 RF, the new RF version of the 600mm lens. That's primarily going to be for Snow Leopard um, because I'm not expecting to be able to get as close as we can to the Palascat. And I will pack both a 1.4 and a 2 times teleconverter for that as well. So that's going to give me a range all the way from 14 to 1200 millimeters with the teleconverters. Of course, I'm missing 35 to 100, but that's a, that mid range area, it's just not an area I tend to photograph all that much. Uh, I have carried with me for years mid-range zoom lenses, and I just find I almost never use them. Uh, the only time I have regretted leaving one of those at home was during my Zululand uh, wildlife trip last year when uh, I could have used it for one of the hides. So that will go with me when I go back to Zululand later in 2023 in March. But for now, I'm leaving it at home. Uh, as I said, that's going to be my lens selection. So it's pretty basic, a 14 to 35 a 100 to 500, a 600, and 1.4 and a 2x teleconverter. Now, just as an aside, the 1.4 and 2x teleconverters can't really be used on the 100 to 500. You can sort of use them, but you lose the short range zoom capability at 100 millimeters because it hits the actual converter. So it's not ideal. Those converters are not designed to be used with that lens. So I'm going, I'm not going to use it that way. I've got the 600 there if I need it. I've got a 1.4 that'll get me out to 840. I've got the 2X that'll get me out to 1200 if I need it. So I've got plenty of uh, zoom range there, uh, focal range rather, uh, for this trip. So I think that's going to do me. I'll take two spare batteries. So I'll have four batteries in total. And that's going to be it. That's all I'm really going to take. So in terms of equipment, oh, of course, I'll take a pair of binoculars as well. Uh, the Swarovski Pures that I talked about in my 2022 retrospective, the 12x42s, those have not arrived as yet, unfortunately. So I am going to be taking my Leica Ultravids, uh, which still work, even though they were run over by Snowmobile. They're just a little bit out of alignment, but uh, they will have to do for this trip until the, the new Swarovskis arrive. They were quite a painful purchase. They are not a cheap binocular, I have to say, and it's very, very expensive to be buying binoculars like that. But, you know, for spotting wildlife 
uh, it's been my experience that you really do need the best pair of binoculars or spotting scope you can get your hands on. And look, in an ideal world, I'd love to travel with a spotting scope as well. It's just that a spotting scope on top of a 600mm lens is just, it's just too much big gear to travel with as carry-on. Uh, and I don't want to have to check any of that sort of equipment. So uh, I haven't purchased a spotting scope, although I have been tempted on numerous occasions. Uh, over the years and apart from that it's just the usual sort of cold weather gear we're expecting temperatures for palace cat probably between minus 10 and minus 30 uh most days uh the yurts of course that we're staying in our gears are going to be heated by cold fire stoves so they're quite warm you can actually walk around those in shorts and a t-shirt it's 22 to 25 degrees usually inside those so it's quite warm and comfortable but outside of course it will be quite cold and uh, moving around in the field or sitting down for long periods of time it's very easy to get cold so i'm packing all the usual warm warm weather gear for that baffin arctic sport boots um, big heavy gloves etc etc so uh, I've managed to get everything into one bag, one big North Face duff, duffel just. Uh, I really didn't want to have to travel with two bags on this trip, primarily because we have, for the Snow Leopard, we have a flight we take from the capital of Ulaanbaatar up to the northern part of Mongolia. That is, it can be driven, of course, but it's like a 24-hour drive, so it's much easier to fly. And there are very, very strict weight restrictions on that flight, so I really only wanted to travel with just the one bag. So being able to fit that in the one bag is, everything in the one bag is, is very, very nice. I am not taking a tripod for this trip. Uh, I just prefer to be working at ground level, which means lying on the ground. So I'll just take a small bean bag uh, for this trip um, and that will have to suffice for me. Ideally, I guess if I had the space, I'd throw a tripod in the bag, but it would necessitate again moving to a second bag. So I just don't want to have to do that. I really want to be able to get uh, travel a little bit lighter these days. And I'm appreciating very much the lighter weight uh, equipment, especially the RF lenses and the R3 Canon cameras. And those are just, there's been quite a number of kilos saved in that kit over what I used to travel with. So that's been very, very nice too. Canon are really going to have to show me something very, very special in an EOS 1 um, in order to get me to move away from an R3. Look, I know there are rumors flying around all the time about these cameras, about an R1. When's it coming? What's it going to have? All I can really say is we're not going to see that camera before the next Olympics. One series cameras always come in, in an Olympic year. Uh, we're not going to see it before then. My best bet is we're going that R1 is going to be 40 in the high 40 megapixel range, which is going to mean it can do 8K video natively. So that I think is all it's going to have. I don't think these rumors of 100 megapixel, 120, all this sort of thing for an R1 are realistic. Uh, I think that would just mean really, really poor high ISO performance. And there is just no way around that. It's pure physics. You know, the some of these higher megapixel cameras, they just frankly suck at high ISO. Uh, I would rather have less megapixels and better high ISO performance. I think that's far more important. But anyway, that's just my take on it. So that's going to be my packing equipment f uh, for Mongolia. I am leaving here today is, what did I say? It's the 30th today. So I'm leaving here early morning on the 2nd of January uh, and will be away for most of January in Mongolia before I get back to Australia for just a little over a week. And I'll be doing a quick unpack, wash, repack before I head up to Iceland for my Arctic Fox trip. So it's going to be a busy, busy year. I'm looking forward to getting into 2023. Uh, it's exciting. There's a lot happening. Uh, there's a lot of travel coming up. 
there's a lot of other things going on as well that I want to talk about it, and I'm looking forward to doing that in the podcast in the coming year. So I want to wish everybody a very, very happy new year. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you have done so throughout 2022, that's very, very much appreciated. Those of you who have bought me a coffee and helped with the podcast hosting fees, again, as I say, it's really appreciated. It helps uh, make this podcast happen because, you know, it costs in the, sort of in the order of $25 to $30 a month in podcast hosting fees to to be able to run this thing. And although it's a nice outlet for me to talk about, uh, it is it is quite an expensive one. So again, thank you to those of you who have shown your support throughout the year. That's been hugely appreciated. So that's it for today. We're going to wrap it up there. It is another beautiful day here in Melbourne. It's 30 degrees. It's sunny. Uh, it's a little too warm for me, to be honest. Uh, I need to get on with finalising my clothing packing for this trip, so that's going it, to it for now. I'm going to wrap it up there. I'm Josh. It has been the 30th of December, 2022. Last podcast of the year, season two, done and dusted. See you in 2023, out in the field. Take care. Bye-bye.